I am your host, Raquel Ark, an American podcasting from Germany, and this is Listen In. Join this series of conversations with inspiring scientists, leaders, and authors about listening as a surprising superpower that is not always as easy as it seems. Believe me, I know, and I've been learning and will continue to learn, and I hope that this podcast will help you find practical ways to help others listen better while you become better at leading people, catalyzing collaboration, transforming conflict, building trust and engagement, And I'll tell you, when really good listening happens, then the entire group, including you, can feel energized and inspired. So sit back and enjoy listening beyond what we typically think of. What can happen when three strangers from three different countries come together and listen to each other? They learn to live well and become wiser. Susanna Conrad is a learning consultant and online coach in Germany, Martin Farrell, an international facilitator and coach in England, and Patricia Kuster, a transformation facilitator in Netherlands. Enjoy their stories about how listening deeply can lead to meaningful work. You know, this podcast is about listening. I would love to know about a moment where you noticed the impact of listening, and perhaps it's the one that got you interested in this listening topic since you do integrate listening into your project. Susanna? What was the moment that I began to realize the impact of listening? Began to realize, because now (laughs) there are so many in the meantime. Where was the beginning? I think it started when I had became a, a kind of awareness that When I feel listened to, I felt I am heard and I am seen. So the first experiences of this really deep listening gave me a feeling of I am seen as a whole human being. And that was very powerful. Thank you. What about you, Patricia? I think the impact of listening to stories. I'm an anthropologist as a background, so I've listened to stories of people with cultures and ways of living different than I knew. So I started off with being very impressed by listening to others and how in cultures, storytelling is a way how you can share also emotions. But the real impact of this deep listening is that I learned to find my own courage to become a speaker, experiencing a sense of we, a sense of holding that your story can be there was, I think, the most impactful start of um, realizing that listening has to do with listening and speaking. When was the moment that you noticed listening helped you to to speak? finding the courage to speak had also to do with allowing yourself to be seen and your vulnerability of being different. So there was a moment where you were listened to and through that listening, you felt you were able to share your vulnerabilities and be seen as well. So I think it has to do with feeling feeling okay with myself. So the courage of speaking had to do with, I'm different, but that's fine. That's okay. What about you, Martin? Well, for me, it was uh, quite a few years ago. 
and I got involved in therapy and co-counseling. And in co-counseling, you sit with one other person and you take turns at listening. And I found that incredibly powerful. It was very simple and it was very powerful because you would just listen to the other person. And through that listening, profound changes took place. And that was maybe 30 years ago, many years ago. So I remember the power of that discovery really, that just by listening, good things could happen. So that's when it first really occurred to me that listening was a thing and listening had power. And so before I move on to the next question, I'm going to move back to you, Susanna. If you remember the moment where you recognized the difference, the difference between being listened to and being seen and not being listened to and not feeling like you were being seen. I know about the power of asking for moments. <laughs> but to be honest, it, in my imagination, if I think back, it is more like a... It was more like a pieces of a puzzle. You know, they were very, very small parts and I wasn't even aware that something starts. And over time, these small pieces got a bit bigger and I started to see a first image. Maybe that's more the way it happened for me. Maybe maybe I can take you to the moment that you were personally involved, Raquel. And it was two years ago when... Beyond Storytelling Conference in Hamburg uh, was launched and the program was there. And I was searching the, the offers of the workshops. Um, and of course, I was there because of stories and getting more familiar with that. And then I saw the workshop you were offering with Jody, And I was like, wow, a full workshop only dedicated to the topic of listening and if I don't join any other workshop, this is where I have to go. So there was not a knowing, but there was just an intuition. Hey, there is a topic. And I wasn't aware one could do a workshop of 90 minutes on, on listening. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and then this was like, if I would put an image to this, it was like I was running around uh, down an aisle and all of a sudden, there was a door at the end, which I didn't know that there was a door. And I pushed the, the button and turned it around and I opened the door and I entered a complete new world. And I was not even aware that this world exists. So, <laughs> And that's where we met. <laughs> that's where we met. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, great. Nice. Thank you. Um, before I go on to the next question, Patricia, is there anything else you would like to share about your moment? I think it's the magic of silence and the magic of safety in the listening. Every single time you choose to listen deeply and to be present for others to listen to, or when you experience that somebody's listening to you, I'm totally, I don't know, it's, it's a sort of... Yeah, it is this wonder every time that um, that there's these circumstances that you can create together that feel safe, which is something that makes people feel good and and also grateful. So maybe that's what I would like to add. If you were to um, describe the program to me, Martin, how would you describe it? The 
program is one which over a bit less than a couple of months helps people through their own reflection and helps people through their own reflection of stopping in the moment that they're in wherever that is for them and identifying and thinking together about what it is that each individual now needs to let go of as we know it's when you let go that new opportunities can come but we ferociously hold on to things even if they are things we don't really want to hold on to can you tell me a moment where you were working on this project and you experienced this about eight months ago now when it struck me again that i was going to be 70. i've been thinking about this for the last year or two or three but it just came to me that this was now only going to be a matter of months away now at that particular day happened to be one of the times when patricia and susanna and i were meeting for one of our preparatory sessions and discussing and thinking about how we could make this offering of live well die wise and what they did is just listen this was my check-in the check-in took most of the meeting and what i did was cried a lot and they just listened because they realized and i realized that what was happening at that moment is that i was talking about a transition and that's what the whole process is about that people's major life transitions whether it's age whether it's uh, something that you choose it's a new job it's a new partner or whatever or whether it's something that happens to you like illness or something some violence happens to you something bad happens so these transitions and that was a transition for me and they listened and that was a pivotal moment for me in realizing what this was about that this program is one which helps people through those moments and in order for us to be able to do that we've been practicing that ourselves it's also the sharing between of us going deep into our own questions about how do i do this this life and you know the whole perspective the moment that we said Oh, but listen, it's not about how I do this. My ancestors have done the same things, been born, do stuff, they died. So there's this awareness that came up and you think like, I'm surprised, you know, there's so much wisdom in, in how I do my life. And there's also things that is that we share that are collective, but it was an amazing journey to get, come up with a program in which we could offer this to other people. And I'm very sure if we do this again and again, we will understand more about our own lives again. So it's, it's a lot of fun. So we say live well, die wise. We're not talking about you dying next week, let's hope. We're talking about you living more fully next week. The three of you started to ask, you had these big questions. I mean, these are big questions and deep questions. and. You thought, oh, maybe we can help people with those. But these are actually questions that help support your process and your journey. Um, so as you're working on a program for others, you've also been able to dive deep into these with each other and learn through this process that has gotten you to the point where you'll be able to offer this, this program to other people and take them through a similar journey of answering such questions. So our program here is to hold hands, to walk together, to be with each other as we move through those transitions because those are the moments when we need some help 
Yes, it's about normalizing that we speak about these kind of topics in life. So, in fact, it's the way that we create the program that it will feel actually quite light and not like we need help, but we need each other to explore, be curious, you know, and and be open to what will happen. Yeah. So I loved what you wrote on the website. So this is a, a, you call it a virtual listening group called Live Well and Die Wise. Um, I would love for you to tell me more about what does this mean and what, what can participants who would take part in your program, what can they expect? So the challenge that we have and the challenge we've taken on in these sessions is to create that level of safety in a virtual environment. Yes, we thought it would help us to get topics around how do you ground when things are happening around you? You know, how can I trust flow in life? What is unfinished? What do you need to let go of? What then wants to live? So it really takes people through kind of a, a circle process where you kind of, you know, go into a space and come out a different space. One of the questions I'm, I'm most curious about, becoming aware we are dying all the time or something is dying all the time. Yeah, something is dying when we move uh, our apartment, when we change the job, when a relationship is ending, when we enter a new decade in our life. So how can we become more aware of these moments of letting go, something is ending, something new begins? Because the assumption is the more we, we are aware during life about these moments, read the passage, the better we yeah, live well, die wise, the better we will be able to embrace the final letting go at the end of our life. You know, when you're talking, that reminds me of about a year ago, I had a similar experience. It was when my son started becoming a teenager. And I really, I had to go through a mourning process of letting go of his needing me to be more independent, right? And it's interesting because I didn't notice this at first. I knew that I was having a tough time. It was winter anyway. Um, I had a conversation with some friends of mine and one of my friends, she's her son is now in his 20s. And she said, Raquel, can you call me afterwards? And I called her and she's like, girl, <laughs> you are going through a mourning process <laughs> and don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. And having her to to talk about and just kind of and have her share her stories that made all the difference in the world yeah and i think when we look at the time we are now in i think there's a lot of this processes of letting go of old things going on we don't know how the new world will look like but i think it's exactly this moment that we can feel strength if we realize we've done this before in life so tell our audience what brought your team together where to start <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean, again. I mean, I know a little bit, but I'd love for you to share. So, so I mean, you have three different people from three different countries <laughs> randomly getting together for a pretty deep project, right? <laughs> I mean, so how in the world did that happen? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, where, where to start? I think, again, Raquel, it's you who sparked this Uh and you know you're the glue, you're the, the person that is connecting others. That's your big strength. And I think with this, you started uh, the whole process. And it was, I don't know, one and a half years ago when Otto Scharmer launched, I think for the first time, the so-called S-Lab 
the Lab for Societal Transformation, which is close to Theory U, but specifically now on a changing society on whatever level. And I think you were reaching out and saying, hey, what, what if, we, if we do something uh, about listening and who would be interested to join? And within, I think, very, very short time, we had a group, core team of four or five and a group of, oh, I even don't remember, 14 or 15 people yeah. mm-hmm. um, starting this ASLAB journey together, which was nearly one year, eight months. And the, to- the name was Virtual Listening Campus. So the idea was uh, to build a campus where people can learn and share and practice and experience and train and teach everything around listening. And at the end of this journey, we were building prototypes. So what is it? How, what projects, what small prototype projects could we implement in order to spark our idea about the Witcher Listening Campus into the world? And basically, that's where we are, because the Live Well, Die Wise virtual listening group was one of the prototypes. And I will tell you, I think that original invitation at the time I was thinking, oh, I'm working on this topic by myself. I'd love to have other people who love listening. And so that was where the invitation went out. And we have lots yeah. of passionate listening people who said yes without really knowing what they were getting themselves into. So kudos to that. But I'll tell you what, when I think I would have never imagined a program like this coming out of that invitation. So that it's a beautiful surprise to see what's possible. Um, and so I really would love to acknowledge all three of you. How should I say it? It's bringing in topics that a lot of people may not think about talking about and listening to in the very beginning. So I'm, it's really, really special. The dream for the program is that it somehow becomes self perpetuating, self-sustaining. We want it to be bigger than us. So we want to be able to practice and uh, develop a model which others will also be able to use. Because otherwise this will be transformative for some, but will make no difference to anybody else. So it's almost like it's it's the art of living through the art of listening. Yes. yes. The other point I wanted to highlight is that it, it's, it's the invitation to explore something that for you as an individual feels really substantial and existential. And maybe that's also the, the challenge for us, because, of course, we are not a therapy group. We are not therapists. I mean, we are, we are skilled in, in, in many ways, but finding a way of, uh, yeah, finding people that are stable and curious enough to go to exactly that place and something that really has a meaning for, for them right now, a big question, current question right now. So Susanna, what is your existential question? For me, it was and still is the climate topic and the climate crisis. Patricia, what is your existential question? What kind of society do we want to be and how do we include uh, the more vulnerable people? in society and i'm looking for the dialogue yeah. you know the dialogue about you know how can we now that everything is changing you know what kind of choices can we make what's one last sentence you would like to leave with our audience that by by listening to the stories but also by being such a group who can hold those stories and share those we can be wiser
And um, and again, I think what we see over and over again is um, people uh, are invited to be in silence, but also inspired by stories of others. So there's there's a lot of trust that each of us will find their own voice. I am your host, Raquel Ark from Listening Alchemy, and I hope you are inspired by this episode of Listen In and find one person today to practice your listening superpower. Please subscribe and like this podcast and share it with others so we can catalyze a listening movement together. A big thank you to Evo Tiemann for producing the music and Cecilia Mercado for getting this podcast set up. Find more information at www.listeningalchemy.com. Enjoy listening in.